Why, hello everyone. Welcome to the Freddie and Alyssa show. I guess today it is just going to be the Freddie show. Benji, however, is in the office and he has this new spot that he likes to sleep. There's a little blanket. He gets on the couch. There's sun that comes in. He lays on the floor, wants on the couch. And I was like, do I move him or do I see if I can do the podcast and he just sleeps through it? So we're going to see if we can make it through the pod. And if I have to go get him, then he can make a feature as well. But how is everyone doing? Happy New Year 2023. I kind of feel like it went from 2020 to 2023 overnight. I feel like we're moving in like three-year intervals now. But things are going incredibly well. I hope you had a good time with your family over the holiday season. I don't think we've talked since the holidays. Um, We had a blast. It was a lot of fun. Alyssa had an event that she hosted that she was working on all year. And there was a massive turnout. This was on December 18th. It was a Sunday. 1,100 people showed up, all wearing white. And uh, she was one of three hosts of of the event. It went so well. Everyone had a great time. And that kind of started the the two-week um, vacation staycation, if you will, of eating and drinking and hanging out with friends and family. And so we just had a blast for two weeks straight, um, did a lot of golfing, family was in in town. We all got together. We had like 20 people at my in-laws' house for Christmas. My extended family, I guess you call it extended family, my cousins who are like my sisters, they came with uh, with my nieces, and the girls all got to play together. They're all around the same age, and they became best friends. And now my cousin's coming back in March, and uh, she's already texting with Alyssa's sister, and they're planning some, some things for the kids. So that was just amazing. Um, New Year's Eve, by the time New Year's Eve came around, Alyssa and I were shot. We were invited to a party, but we just couldn't. It was just two weeks of just tons of fun, and our bodies were like, this is enough. Um, stay in and we just stayed in we watched the ball drop we hung out we had a little bit to drink but we were just like I said done we did however pop the champagne for those of you who have followed our journey for a while especially in the podcast now we're approaching our five-year anniversary when I won an Emmy in 2015 can you believe it's been eight years eight years since I won the Emmy and they, they gifted me a expensive bottle of champagne. I think it was from Days. I think it was from Corday Productions. <clears throat> and I always said I was going to wait for a big moment to pop this, and I wanted to save it for another big moment. And it made it through so many different moves, so many different apartments. And then once we bought our house and moved to Florida, and I just felt like this was the time after eight years. I also Googled it, and expensive champagne can make it up to 10 years. Cheap champagne, I think, goes bad after three And I was like, well, this is a really nice champagne, so it's probably still good. It was delicious. But we just felt it was a time to pop it, to um, celebrate the wins that we've had in life, even though we've had a lot of challenges over the past, you know, eight years uh, since that moment. We did have a lot of victories as well. And moving to Florida, having to reinvent ourselves, start new careers, um, make new friends, like really start over. And the fact that we were able to get married here, get our careers going, buy a home, we felt there was a lot to celebrate, but we wanted to kind of pop that as a toast to everything that we have gone through from the wins and losses over the years and really focus on taking 2023 forward up and to the right and really getting after it. So 
that was our goal. We said, we've worked incredibly hard. What a crazy year. Let's have fun with the family. And then as soon as January starts, we're going to just get after it. And we kind of have a mantra for this year. And what that is, is just saying yes to opportunities. So over the years, I, I'm very blessed because of the careers that we've built. Um, we get a lot of offers to do things. And for a long time, I was very picky. And I'm at this place in my life now where I go, I want to expand. I want to grow. I want to meet more people. I want to make more money. I want to learn new skills. And that comes by saying yes to opportunities. So Alyssa and I have just started this year off. We're like, anything that comes in, just say yes to it because you never know where it's going to lead. So many times you go to something you didn't want to go to or you're doing something, but when you're there, you meet someone and that person introduces you and yada, yada, yada. So that's the first thing. The second thing, thanks to like two 20-year-old girls on TikTok eating noodles in their car, um, they were talking about this law of attraction. So for those of you who do affirmations, law of attraction, you know, you, you can say in the mirror, like, I am, I am a winner, I am great, I am successful, I am healthy, whatever is important to you. And those affirmations, I think, can be muddled sometimes because affirmations without action is more just like, a dream rather than putting into action with having a discipline. So having affirmations and thinking positively will be delusional if you don't back it with action. Benjamin. All right. I am back. He saw someone walking out front. Good boy. You guard in the house. I was on a roll here. I was, I was inspiring. I was, I was in that mode, baby. Um, but anywho, so when you have affirmations or you have your goals, you have to put actions behind them. And one of the other things that I've really found out in life is I used to hear a lot of celebrities say this or successful people where they were like, oh, I just got lucky. And I thought that was them being humble because if someone says, well, how did you, you know, become an actor and work on a show and win an Emmy? I'm like, well, because I'm the shit. I'm awesome. I'm the greatest thing ever. How could I not be? That doesn't come off very likable now, does it? So I feel like what people do is they'll say, oh, you know, I just got really lucky just so grateful, worked hard, right place at the right time. That kind of is digested much easier. So I always looked at it that way. Maybe people are just being humble. But then as you start going through life and you try multiple things, you start realizing that luck does play a huge part in anything that you do. But you can't, again, just rely on luck. You can't hope that someone just knocks on your door and, and you luckily get a million dollars or you luckily get whatever you want. Luck favors the prepared mind. So the more swings you take, the luckier you, you, you get. If, if you try something a thousand times, now you have a thousand chances that something lucky can happen to you. So this saying with these two girls, they were just saying, the affirmation is that I'm the luckiest person in the world. I'm, I'm, a, I'm so lucky everything just works out for me. I'm so lucky everything just works out for me. And really believe that. Be like, I am a lucky person. Like good things follow me, good things happen to me all the time. I'm so lucky, everything just works out for me. And so we started saying that a lot as well because that's just a good energy to have. I'm lucky, things just work out for me, but back it with action. So we're saying yes to opportunities. Check out this year so far. This is the kind of momentum we wanna keep going. So the first thing is after the two weeks of partying, um, it was a known fact that we were going to do dry January. A lot of people around the world do that because they party during the holidays. So we're like, no alcohol in January. I actually started January 2nd because on Sunday we did have a Bloody Mary. But I started on January 2nd 
And now I'm January 18th. I'm going strong, dry, dry January. My energy levels are great. I'm feeling great. I've already lost a lot of weight and I'm just feeling like back to myself. I'm feeling motivated. I'm feeling successful. I'm feeling driven. Well, in the first couple days of the year, um, Alyssa and I have already attracted so many opportunities. One is a lot of brand deals. So we're working with a few brands that we're going to be, uh, you'll probably see the posts maybe end of January, um, February, but we're working with two really big brands, which is phenomenal. I really want to work with a lot more brands this year. So I'm going to be more proactive about reaching out and just asking for what I want. Because this whole content space now where you see the, you know, quote unquote influencers, content creators, there is just so much money to be had and there's so many products that I like and that I use. So if I can find these companies where I already use their product and then they can pay me to talk about it and say their specific things they want their audience to know, that is a win-win. So that was one thing I'm very pleased with. And here was a huge, huge thing that Alyssa had. Um, for those of you who are in business, in real estate especially, there's a gentleman called Grant, not called, his name is Grant Cardone. And he is a um, real estate mogul. I mean, I think he owns 25,000 doors, multifamilies. He's, he's got like a $4 billion portfolio. And he has a reality show coming out called The Real Estate King. And essentially, he's flying to Atlanta, Fort Lauderdale, Tampa, Nashville, Austin, like hot markets. And each city is an episode. And in each episode, there's five to 10 contestants who are investors or realtors who are pitching Grant a property for him to invest in. Well, Alyssa got reached out to by a casting director. She auditioned and she was chosen for the show. So she was one of eight people that had to scour Tampa and find multifamily or just good deals that he would invest in and that she could invest in with him, but also as a realtor, get the commission. So the entire first week was dedicated to us kind of learning this new skill because we've worked with investors who've, who've bought single family homes. That's kind of the same as if someone else if my aunt comes and buys a home, there's really not too much difference. You do need to know some numbers of what the rent is, what they can expect. But at the end of the day, that's much more basic. Um, trying to predict a 20-unit multifamily home, what's the income, what's the vacancy rate, and we had to learn all of this. So it was like day after day, crunching numbers, trying to find a good deal to pitch to him. So Alyssa ended up finding a 19-unit multifamily uh, building on the beach in Indian Rocks Beach, which by the way, anyone who's looking for like a laid back, cool, transported to 1970s Florida, Google Indian Rocks Beach, the cutest, charming, quaint, frozen in time, most incredible strip of beach with like there's a restaurant called caddies like a golf caddy it's on the bay and then on the other sides the beach it is gorgeous it's so cool and it's pretty affordable like the airbnbs i think are like 139 to 189 a night so if you're ever looking for a cool vacation it's about 30 minutes it's like by saint petersburg kind of so you can you can look that up if you're ever looking for a quick little getaway but she found a property she's on the show 
We don't know when it's going to come out, and we unfortunately, we can't share the results or it ruins the show. So I can't tell you if she was one of the people picked um, or not. But overall, the opportunity in general for us to meet someone that we have learned so much from in the past seven years, from his books to his content on on money, on motivation, on how to you know, sell or be sold, um, the 10x rule, like thinking big. He sells out arenas. He's amazing. He interviews some of the greatest financial people in the world. Um, look him up. If you're into like money or investing or real estate, you'll love Grant Cardone. He's a big personality. Um, and th that's something that I really like. Some people don't like it, but that's what happens when you become that big. You're going to, you know, find people that, that follow you and people who don't. I really love him. I think he's got a lot of great stuff. And so it was an honor. I personally didn't go. So unfortunately I didn't get to meet him, but Alyssa got to like hang out, chat with him and pitch him this deal. And it was just a wonderful, wonderful experience. And she was able to meet a lot of people. And then her and the other contestants all became friends. And these are people who are well-connected. Like we kind of felt like the newest investors because a lot of these people had portfolios. And here Alyssa and I are like crunching numbers and like figuring this out for the first time. So there's a lot of people that ha have value in this group and everyone's becoming friends. Everyone wants to get together for lunch. So I'm really excited to meet all those wonderful people as well. But again, just a year of networking, meeting people who are in investing in real estate and all of that. So that was really great. And then during that time, we were having such a high. And this is another thing that, that taught me about like really understanding where happiness for me comes from. And it's, it's having hope and it's having something. I even heard Matthew McConaughey, would he say this? His happiness comes from having something to look forward to. And I, for me, it's, it's that hope. It's, it's having something that can be life-changing or something that can stretch you into like this new person or to experience something new. Having this hope, like having the hope that she would get on the show, having the hope that her deal would be picked, like reinvigorated something in me where I go, we are so close and we have been so close for so many years, like so close to absolutely life-changing moments where I have been up for shows or we have been up for deals or even throughout my whole acting career, like Days of Our Lives was a life-changing thing. Before anyone met me on days, I went on 500 auditions and I tested and I signed contracts. This young, I remember my first contract I ever signed, I was 19 years old. Okay. And this was in 20, 20, 20, 2007. It was a Disney show. And when you audition for a show, they'll bring in like a hundred actors. Then they bring you to producers, which is like the top, maybe 20. Then they bring you to like a chemistry read potentially with another actor or actress for like the top four. And then they'll do like a, what they call a studio test. I've been out of the game for so long now. What do they call it? A studio test. I forget what they call it, but it's where everyone who's in the studio, it's like 20 people. It's not just a producer and director and writer. It's like everybody, a network test. Maybe it's called a network test. But before you do a network test, you sign the contract. So me and two other guys already knew what we were going to be signing. So as a 19-year-old who worked at McDonald's for $5.75 an hour, 
who, um, I don't know my first job out here. Maybe I was working for like $9 an hour. So you got to think about what I was making per month. I signed this contract that was going to pay me $12,500 for the pilot the first week of work and then $10,000 a week for every episode after that. So here's this 19-year-old from a small town, 19 years old or 20 years old at the time, signing this contract, going in. It's me and two other people. I have a 33% chance of making twelve dollars to $10,000 a week when that's what I was probably making per year at the time. And you go in and I ultimately was picked runner up, which pays nothing because you didn't get the show. But a lot of these moments happen in life and that's where luck comes in. And that's where days of our lives came in. And there was luck. There was timing. I've told that story many times about my audition process, how I said no originally, they couldn't find the right person. Then they re-auditioned it and that's how I did it. And it was, there was a bit of luck. I auditioned 500 times, but that's when luck struck. And even through me and Alyssa's entrepreneurial journey over the past 10 years of doing things outside of it, there's strokes of luck that push your business forward. And so her getting on this show was a stroke of luck. But when I had, when I was filled with all this hope, when I go, this could be our lives, there's so many things we want to do when we have more money, when we have more access and more opportunity. And I have been eyeballing for the past six months now, um, this brokerage in Reunion, Florida. So again, if you followed our journey, when we moved to Los, when we moved from Los Angeles to Orlando, Alyssa and I knew we wanted to be in Orlando, but we knew nothing about Orlando. We just knew her family was coming. So we said, well, let's move to Orlando and let's go find a place, but we need to Airbnb first because we can't just pick somewhere on the map. So when we did an Airbnb, we found this house that was in a place called Reunion, Florida. No one knew about Reunion. Even to this day, some realtors that I've heard on videos, they're like, this is the most underrated place because no one talks about Reunion. It's this hidden gem. And we happened to Airbnb a house in Reunion and we fell in love with it. It is gorgeous. It has condos. It has townhomes. It's got mega mansions. It is so cool. Well, that's where Alyssa and I really want to build our dream, not build, but buy our dream home one day. But they're very expensive in there. So we have to work our way to that. But we were living in there for eight months. Then we ended up renting that apartment across the street, which I used to run in Reunion. I've went to the driving range in Reunion. I've eaten at the golf club country or the, the, the what do they call it? The, um, the golf club where you, you know, pay to get to do your golfing. You can also eat and have some drinks. We know everything about Reunion. Her parents stayed in Reunion for three months at their Airbnb. Um, we've shown clients places in Reunion. So a Reunion, Reunion, Reunion is my whole entire life. I'm like, I want to get into Reunion. And I found out that they had a brokerage there called Reunion Realty. And I go, holy crap. I have had an online brokerage for a while. Then I got off that brokerage and I've been looking for a new brokerage. And during this time, I was so motivated. I go, I'm just going to call and just see if they're like taking people. So I, I called right off the, like Alyssa was doing her thing. I was inspired. I call, I get a meeting and I had my meeting yesterday and I met the broker. His name's TJ. Awesome guy. We connected. It was supposed to be a 45 minute interview and we talked for almost two and a half hours. It went so well. And we were inside the hotel at Reunion. Everyone there is so nice. So I'm going to be moving forward, working with TJ, his company, and 
it was just like the most amazing thing. So I am very pumped. That meeting was just yesterday. And uh, so I'm going to go through the process here. Of it, You know, there's a lot of uh, I's to dot and T's to cross to get going. But a portion of what I can do is there's a real estate desk and there's this big banner that's that advertises, you know, um, what's the banner say? It says like villas, condos, townhomes, estates. So all these people who visit, who are in going to the reunion hotel in the lobby, you check in here and the real estate desk is here. And he goes, you can come in at night and you can sit at this desk and anyone that comes up to you who wants to buy a townhome condo or house in reunion, you get that lead. I'm like, oh my God, this is exactly what I wanted. Because aside of doing content, making calls, I haven't done the door knocking thing, but there's only so much you can do from home or a Starbucks or a hotel. For me to go and sit in this luxury hotel where guests are checking in and there's, I'm there, hey, what's going on? Oh, you have questions? I'd love to go show you. And like have people come to you is a godsend. And I'm also going to have access to the resort a lot more so I can actually make a lot more content around real estate because this whole past year I've been in real estate, I've only done a few videos because I haven't really felt comfortable showing the ins and outs when I'm with a client because buying a home can be, it's a personal thing and I never want to be disrespectful and be like, hey, I'm with my client. And so I, and then also too, most of my clients and Alyssa's clients have all come from social media. So it's like, I never wanted to like go show a client a home, then get in my car and be like, so we just showed our client, you know, and then they're going to see that later. So I just haven't found a way to, to create content around real estate as much as I'd like to. But with this new opportunity, I'm going to be able to make basically unlimited content because of the access that I'm going to have now. So I'm going to be able to show you all the coolest houses. There's even some around this Disney corridor. There's all these themed places. And these homes are luxury, multi, multi-million dollars. And those homes are always just fun for me to walk through, for people to see. And that's what I want to be able to provide is like just find these really cool Disney homes, these really cool like off the wall, like mansions and estates and just do walkthroughs just to see how the other half lives, you know, like this is so cool. So I think I can make really compelling content around that and I'll be able to share so much more this year of the real estate journey. And then I'll see depending on the clients that I do have, who feels comfortable being in stories and videos and things like that. But I always want to make sure I make a great impression and be professional and I never want a client to feel uncomfortable because what's most important is them, not my social media at that time. Even though my social media is important to me, I got to make sure their needs are met first, obviously. So this year, I'm going to be doing a lot more real estate content and I can't wait to just share that journey with all of you and, um, and just keep making content in general. I started the year off. I'm like, let me make content this year. So that's been the first couple weeks and I want to keep this momentum going. I feel like it takes a lot to start that pushing that car in neutral. It takes everything you got, but once it's rolling, you can kind of keep it going. So I just like was telling Liz, I was like, let's keep saying yes. We've got like a photo shoot that we're doing. We're doing some, she was invited to speak on a panel. I don't really know what it's about, but she's very excited about it. And that's going to be sometime next month. Um, and so it's just like, again, yes, 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 yes. And for me, I'm pumped to go meet some new people in the field that I'm in. So they have like 
with this brokerage, they have happy hours once a month. So I can start mingling, meeting new friends, but people who are in my industry. Because I feel like how you're probably friends with coworkers, neighbors, friends at your bowling league, friends at church, you have to have a common ground as an adult, I feel, to meet and build relationships. It's really hard just to go, hey man, sorry to stop you jogging. I jog too, want to be friends? So I really was in need for a network and a community. So I'm just as excited as that as the opportunity to grow in real estate, but to meet people that share my same kind of goals and um, and really bestow some of my, my knowledge with social media. Because that was a lot of what we talked about as well, where he is a genius in real estate and building business and so many other skill sets that I want to learn and go, please teach me. How do you do this much in sales? Like, tell, teach me everything. But at the same token, I have an expertise in social media and just understanding how it goes. So there's value we can each bring to each other, how I can bring attention to his brokerage, how he can teach me about real estate and how we can like blend this together, meet people on the team. I can help people. They can help me. So I'm just so, so thrilled about that. And um, so, yeah, I'll keep you posted on how that goes. Also, uh, like we said last time, we're going to be doing the show in seasons. So uh, this will just be better. So this is going to be the first episode of this you know, season. And we're going to do uh, eight weeks. So for the next seven weeks now, after this one, we'll do a Wednesday public podcast. And then we'll probably take a break again for a little while and then come back. So I think we're going to do it in like eight-week chunks. And that's kind of the plan for now. Um, but we'll, as always, keep you posted on all of that. I, uh, I really appreciate all of you so, so much. And I really missed being able to sit and chit-chat with all of you. Again, if you want a bonus episode, we've been doing um, membership podcast every Sunday. And uh, we hang out and, and fill you in on, on the week there as well. So you can consider becoming a member if you want to get an extra uh, podcast um, of the Freddie and Lissa show. And, uh, but yeah, wishing you all just a wonderful, wonderful week. And we will be back next Wednesday. Hopefully Alyssa will be with me. She's at a training right now uh, at her brokerage. So she's in Tampa. And I had such a busy day yesterday and Monday that we were like, when do we film? I said, I'm going to talk to the people solo on Wednesday morning after I drink three cups of coffee. I feel like I've talked very fast. Maybe it was just enthusiasm. Who knows? But either way, I hope you enjoyed our episode today. I'm wishing you a phenomenal week, and we will see you here next Wednesday. Take care, everyone.